and I just remember like sliding down my kitchen cabinets and I just cried and cried and cried. I remember saying to myself, like, there has to be more to life than this. It's, it's not supposed to look like this. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. And I don't know how, but I'm going to make some kind of shift. I have to make a change because I'm not going to keep living my life like this. Hey, Mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success, fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League? advocating for your special needs child, or mastering meal planning, maybe going back to school or starting your own business. The truth is success looks different for us all, and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey, Mama. Do you want to make a change in your life, but you feel like there is no way you could add anything else in the mix? I get it. That's why I created a simple list of 10 habits you can start today that help produce big change, even in the chaos of motherhood. Go to shannoncarruthers.com slash momhabits to get a copy sent straight to your inbox. That's shannoncarruthers.com slash momhabits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Successful Mama podcast. I'm Shannon Carruthers, your host, And I just want to take a second to say that I realize you could be doing anything right now. You could listen to anything and you chose to push play on this episode. And I just want to say thanks because I really, really appreciate it. You may have heard during the podcast that our guests have mentioned Huntsville or Madison or Athens. But if you're listening out of state or out of the country, even this is where we're based out of Alabama. And although I don't intend the podcast to stay a local podcast, eventually I do plan to branch out and have guests from other places because I think there are so many great women and stories to share. We have so much of that here that I couldn't imagine not interviewing some of the women here locally. I know we have the capacity to use Zoom and I love that and we can interview online and be remote, but I love a good face-to-face conversation and I feel like there's some great energy and some great, I don't know, there's just something different about being in person with someone. And so that was another part of why I wanted to have interviews starting here locally before I branched out and added some other guests from out of town. So far in this podcast, we have had incredible guests. And if you haven't had a chance to listen, I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of those episodes. The women that I've had on have been inspiring and encouraging and their stories have just been ones that you want to hear. And they all look so different, which is what I love about motherhood and about women in general is just the fact that we all have different goals and desires. And by bringing them forward for us to hear and be reminded of that, I hope that it will give you the courage to step out into whatever the thing is that you are called to do, whether that is to be a stay-at-home mom and to be incredible, be a homemaker, or whether that looks like going back to school or jumping in and starting a business. 
all of those things, plus many, many, many more. There's so many ways that you can live out your life to be successful. And that's the whole point of this podcast. But in another way, I want to not only give you the inspiration to do that, but I want to give you some of the tools that allow you to be more intentional with the way you live your life. It was such a big part of my journey, recognizing that I needed to pay attention to the things that I was already doing in order to clear out some of the clutter in my life and put positive habits into place so that I could create space for the things that actually mattered. One of the ways that I want to do that is by having some episodes where it's just me. Nobody else is on here. I'm actually sitting in the floor of my closet right now, and I have my microphone propped up on a Sterilite box. It's really fancy, I'm telling you. And in this episode, I'm going to take a few minutes and tell you more about my story. I figure you're going to be listening to me a lot, or at least I hope so. And so you might want to know a little bit more about me. So I'm going to tell you my story, what that journey looked like, and how I ended up in this place where I'm on this podcast, getting to share stories about other moms. I'm then going to take a few minutes to share some helpful things that I learned along the way. And as we go forward, I'm going to have episodes where I do break down some science and some thoughts on why our brains do what they do and how you can apply it specifically to your life in motherhood. Not just, this is not about personal growth and development where you need to sit and meditate for an hour a day and then you need to exercise for an hour and you need to go and do all of these things that we just as moms don't have the time to do. And so I want to talk about it from a little bit of a different perspective because the way that I learned to survive in that stage when my, my babies were tiny, I'll tell you more in a second, but essentially the way that I learned to survive was making small shifts and small changes and looking at the long run as far as where I want to go and how I can use those to, to help me get there. So let's start and I'll just tell you a little more about my story and how I ended up here. If I go way back in my story, I'll just say that I always was very studious. I enjoyed learning in some ways, <laughs> but it was always important to me that I do well. I was a bit of a perfectionist. I played sports and I definitely had that desire to achieve. And then fast forward into adulthood, at some point along the way, I think I just decided I was done. I was going to choose whatever was easiest in the moment, and that's what I did. And if I didn't feel like doing something, I wouldn't do it. I wasn't making like super bad choices. I just was choosing the things that felt good in the moment. So I didn't want to do the dishes. I didn't do them. I didn't want to go for a run. I wouldn't go. And it didn't seem like a big deal at the time. But the more that I started making those choices on a regular basis, I started essentially moving this imaginary line of what I was okay with. And I would take a step and I would cross the line. And then all of a sudden, I had taken that step across the line enough times that my line had moved over a little bit. And so I drew a new line. And I was okay with that now. And then I would step over that line just a little bit. And eventually, I hope you get what I'm saying, but eventually I moved my line way far away from the person that I once was. And I didn't even realize this was happening. That's part of the the issue with change is sometimes we make these small choices over and over and over again, and we end up in this place that we don't even realize. And we didn't even know it was happening. 
That's what happened to me anyway. So then I got married. I graduated from college. I did all the things. I got a job. You know, life was good. I couldn't really complain. We had a great place to live and we had food and and health and everything was good. And then I had my baby boys. I'll say one, but really this story takes place once the second one arrived because at that point, I think I reached the breaking point. You know, they say that one's one and two's a million. That was absolutely the case when it came to motherhood for me. I handled having one baby fairly well. I think that I dealt with those challenges like I knew what to expect going into it, and that was my primary focus. I had the opportunity after about 10 months of working to stay at home with him full time, and so I got to put all of my energy and efforts into him. And then I got pregnant again and had our second son, and we all of a sudden had two babies under two, and my husband was on swing shift, and so he was gone a lot, and when he was home, he was tired, and and life was just really, really challenging. And so now, rather than having the ability to put all my focus on one child, I am trying to nurse a baby and keep the other one out of the toilet or the dog water or whatever mischievous thing that he was getting into that day. And I can honestly say that I loved being a mom. Like that was one thing that I was so proud of. And I really was trying to focus on loving my babies at that stage. And I tried to give myself grace, but I didn't really know the extent of what that meant. I looked around my house and it was an absolute disaster. There was clutter and there were dirty dishes and there was just stuff everywhere. And some of that comes with the territory, right? Like it's it's expected that in the days when you have a toddler and a newborn, your life is going to be chaotic. Things are going to be messy and you've got to give yourself some grace during that time frame. And some of that was true for me. But some of it, looking back now, I recognize that so much of that was in place because of the bad habits that I had started in the past. All of those years of that had built up to a point where it was just explosive for me. And I know that you have to give yourself some grace in motherhood, but for me, especially now, I can recognize this, that looking back, it was all of those years of choices, those bad decisions over and over and over again that had added up and compounded till now on top of dealing with motherhood and having two tiny ones who depend on me nonstop, I'm also trying to deal with this mess that I have built. And so essentially for me, here's what would happen. I am, like I said, a bit of a perfectionist. I have certain tendencies that are very type A, like I want things to be a certain way. But I'm also very much a procrastinator at times, or I will say I'm a recovering perfectionist, a recovering procrastinator. I'm working on both of these things. And so during this time frame, especially, what would end up happening is just this cycle. I would walk into a room. I would feel totally frustrated and angry about, I cannot believe my house looks like this. And for me, this was a very big source of my anger and frustration because it's where I lived all the time. It's I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing anything else. I wasn't going to work. This was my home and my my space for 24 hours a day, every day, it seemed like. So this cycle for me would look like this. I would walk into a room of my house. 
I would feel so angry and frustrated with its current state because it would be a disaster. And I would just be so mad and be like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to do this right now. We're cleaning this up. And so I would look around and I would begin to feel that immediate sense of overwhelm because there was so much to do that I had no idea where to even begin. And once that overwhelm set in, then all of the negative self-talk, the shame, the guilt, the frustration with myself would take over and I would begin to be depressed. Um, This stage of my life, I experienced panic attacks regularly. And then I would just be sad and depressed and feel down on myself for days and I would do nothing. And then the cycle would start again and it would be over and over again that I would go through this. And my poor husband, I took out so much anger and frustration on him during this time. And looking back now, again, I recognize like all of those patterns of what was happening, but I couldn't see it then. Anyway, so one day I go in, go through this exact cycle and I end up sobbing in my kitchen floor. I mean, I'm holding my little one, my new infant, and I just remember like sliding down my kitchen cabinets and there's like stuff, there's just junk everywhere, all over everything. And I just cried and cried and cried. It was what I refer to now as my breakdown, uh, my spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it. It was a hard moment, but it shifted a lot for me. And I'm very grateful for that moment. I remember saying to myself, like, there has to be more to life than this. It's, it's not supposed to look like this. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. And I don't know how, but I'm going to make some kind of shift. I have to make a change because I'm not going to keep living my life like this. And so I decided that day that I was going to do something different and I was going to figure it out. And I had no clue how. But at one point, I had been a learner and I was going to become that again. It had been years since I had read books or studied or anything else. And again, I didn't have the words for any of this at the time. But looking back now, I'm kind of recounting some of that as, you know, in real time, I couldn't have explained then. And so I started one of the first things I did was I started listening to podcasts. The only podcast I had ever listened to was Serial. And so I started, I realized that there were other podcasts out there that weren't just like murder investigations. And they were podcasts that would teach you and lift you up. And it was real people who were just talking and sharing things. And I thought, okay, surely I can learn something. So I started listening while I was tackling my everyday tasks. While I unloaded the dishwasher, I strapped my baby to my chest. I got my little toddler occupied with an activity and I would turn on a podcast and I would do the things I needed to do while I was learning. And I started realizing that these podcasts were making a big difference for me in my journey. And I knew that as I was learning, I wanted to share that with other moms. And so actually one night I was rocking my little one to sleep and I knew that I wanted to start a podcast and it just came to me, Successful Mama. And it's been years that that has been living in my head. And I'm excited that now it has come to life. And it's because of this journey that you're listening to this now. So the big thing I want to talk to you about today is about habits. Because, again, I didn't have the language for it at the time. But what I started doing in my personal life was I started looking at every single day if I could just do one small thing 
and it could be better than the day before, eventually, eventually it had to add up and I would get to a place where things looked better. That was what I thought in my head anyway. So my whole goal was to just get my space, my home where I spent all my time to feel more like home. And that started with everything has to have a place because I have junk everywhere and I don't even know what to do with it. So that's why it ends up on the counter every day or that's why it ends up, you know, in these random places in our home because it doesn't have a home. And so I thought if I can just find one home for something new every single day, every day, one item, eventually I will hit a point where it's going to start looking good. And I actually remember, I remember the day that I looked around my house and I thought, this is it. Like this is actually making a difference. And it is such slow progress, but it's progress. It's moving in that direction. And I think that that is so important that we as mothers have to keep in mind the long goal. The, the longer game is so imperative that we focus on that during motherhood because you don't have the capacity to just drop everything and start a new routine. And hey, by the way, you should meal plan every day and you should go meditate every day and you should exercise all the time and you should do like, no mom has time for that. We don't have the space in our lives. And so the only way that I could see a possibility of creating change in my life was to do it small. And now I love the fact that I get to share this with other moms because what I didn't realize I was doing was I was creating habits. I was starting small. And over time, I began doing these same things every single day. And once those habits were consistently in place, I started having the ability to build on top of them. And I think, you know, in the culture we live in, in our society, number one, we want things to feel good. We want it now. We want, you know, if, if I want to lose weight, well, this diet, it can make you drop so many pounds this week. You can lose weight right away. You can feel good right now. And while those things may work and you may lose some weight right away, most of the time you end up gaining it back because that lifestyle is simply not sustainable. Change is not easy. Not real change, not sustainable change. And in order to make a shift in your life and do something different, it's not going to be comfortable. In fact, it's going to be hard sometimes. But the best part about making these small changes, these small shifts in your habits, is that they are sustainable. Because I'm not asking you to go and run a 5K tomorrow and do it every single day. It's not sustainable. It's not something that you could do every single day because motherhood, that's it, motherhood. <laughs> but what I am saying is that, is it possible for you to move your body for 10 minutes every day? Yep, you bet you you can. 10 minutes. I don't care if you're bouncing your baby up and down. I don't care if you're having a dance party. I don't care if, if you do go run for 10 minutes. Like maybe you have that ability. But as mothers, we have to stop making excuses to not make the changes we want in our lives because of motherhood being chaotic. Years ago, I remember a friend telling me, don't make excuses, make arrangements. And I thought, okay, that makes a lot of sense. 
especially in motherhood, especially in this stage of life I'm in, I'm not going to be able to do every single thing I want to do, but I can do some things. In motherhood, I think it's easy to make excuses. I think in life it's easy to make excuses, but especially when we have the packed, packed lives of chaos and all the schedules and the to-dos and the mental load that we carry in motherhood, it's just a lot. And it's very easy to put ourselves last and to make an excuse that today's not the right time. It's, it's not going to happen right now. I'll do it one day, whatever. And while I'm not saying that everything is meant for this season of your life, I do think that it's important that you give some thought for what is meant for this season of your life. And if that is not meant for this season, what's meant for the next season? Like, what do you really want for your life? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want your kids to think of when they think of their mom? Who do you want them to see? I know for me, personally, when I thought about what I wanted my kids to see when they looked at mama, I don't want them to just hear me telling them to follow their dreams and that they can do hard things. I don't want to be the mom that tells my kids to do all of these things and doesn't live out a life to model it for them. And so that was the big factor for me. That was the why, why I started why I decided to move forward with the podcast, with my coaching business where I get to work with moms. I wanted to show my boys that you can do things even if they're scary, even if they're hard, even if there's not a clear-cut path. You can take action and move forward and you can do things imperfectly and you can figure it out along the way. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And so if you're listening to these podcasts Sometimes I may fumble over my words. Sometimes the interviews may not go perfectly. I've had several where I've gone back and gone, I wish I would have asked this or I wish I should have done this. It's not going to all go right. My business is not going to run smoothly in the beginning because I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to learn. But that's how we learn. That's how we learn in motherhood. We're never going to be the perfect mom. We're going to mess up. And our kids are going to change and we're going to have to figure it out again because there's not a manual. There's not a handbook that tells us this is exactly how you should do motherhood. Not to mention none of our kids are the same. What the heck? They're all so totally different and need different things. And advice is great. But we have to remember, too, that advice is only so good if the person that you're getting it from is living in the exact same situation that you are. So you have to take advice with a grain of salt. A lot of things you just have to figure out on your own. And so that's the kind of mom that I want to be. That's the kind of person I want to be. So I hope that while you're listening to the podcast, you'll give me a little bit of grace as I'm making these mistakes along the way. I know that I'm learning and growing, and I hope you'll remember that too. I hope you will take a few minutes and really consider what you want for your life. I hope you'll think about what success means to you and what you want. And I hope that you'll maybe try to come up with one small change that you can make this week. The thing about small habits is you can do them every single day, even when you don't feel like it. And as you get used to doing them regularly, you can build on them. You can start to add more to it. 
but just start small. I think I'm going to leave it at that for this week, but I would really love to hear from you if you have figured out what success means to you or what you want to do or what is a habit that you're going to start and actually focus on keeping a little tiny habit that you can do every single day, even when you don't feel like it. Send it to me in my messages. I'd love to hear from you at Successful Mama Podcast on Instagram in my DMs. Thanks for listening to this episode and we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all of the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it.